This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What is going on, guys? My name is Hussein, and in this video, I want to discuss whether databases should move to quick or not. So how about we discuss that? And if you're new here, in this channel, I discuss all sorts of backend engineering. So if you like this content, consider subscribing. All right, so databases, guys, uses most of the databases use their own protocol for communications, right? So if you have a client that want to connect to a database like a Postgres or Oracle or SQL Server or Redis, there is always most of the time, 99% is a TCP connection. And that database builds their own protocol on on top of TCP. So they have their special headers and they have their special compression and they do their own thing. I am not aware of a protocol for databases, a universal protocol. Correct me, guys, if anyone, a database engineer there that says, hey, Hussein, you're wrong. There's actually a protocol. The only protocol that I'm aware of was RESP, and that's for Redis, which is Redis protocol, something, communication protocol. RESP, R-I-S-P, I believe. I might be wrong. That might be the other protocols. So that that created kind of a chaos in the database engineering community because there is no protocol like gRPC with um, with web traffic or or, or uh, well gRPC doesn't be used for web traffic but REST for web traffic or HTTP for web traffic to be honest right to be very specific HTTP is used for web most of the time right there's very elegantly designed and microservices now we're seeing a movement that every service that communicates with another service uses grpc because it has kind of a schema it has very well defined and um, we talked about grpc check out the video there are a lot of advantages and disadvantages but databases guys databases raw databases there is there is no protocol fit for it yet right yet there are many problems with databases, especially when it comes to the web. What do you do if you spin up a web application? The first thing you do, right? And I'm talking about relational databases more, and I think this applies to also NoSQL databases. Because what do you do when you spin up a framework or an API gateway, right? That does it's a web API gateway that essentially talks to a backend database. The idea is you spin up a pool of connections and every request that comes in, a GET request, you take that GET request, you reserve a connection from the pool, you execute the query and you return the connection back to the pool. And you might say, can't we just use one single connection for everybody? Bad idea, guys. Never do this, right? You might get away with it, the database will not yell at you, but there is a big problem with this. What? Why Why is it? Databases was designed in the 70s until this day to be a stateful. What does that mean? That means if I as a client connect to a database, 
I am the only one sending stuff to it. And probably one process will use one connection to send a query, a select star, an insert, a transaction. That's one process, right? It was designed to be this singleton thing, right? And that's it. It's been working fine forever. Nobody anticipated this blowing up of web applications where now you have simultaneous get request or post request coming but now the web server is actually responsible of making the query to the database well now yes you have a single process with a single connection to the database but multiple users are sending those requests so it's kind of acting like a proxy what does that mean that means if you use the single TCP connection or database connection, here's what will happen. I come in and ask for my pictures as a user and I'm authenticated. And you're going to use the same TCP connection, hoping you're going to hit the same server using, let's say you are using Node.js. And now someone else is asking for their pictures at the same exact second. And you hit that query, right? And you executed that simultaneously, right? So you cannot guarantee the response that comes back for is for which requester. Unless there is metadata. I'm not aware of a metadata that is getting sent with the TCP connection, right? So if you send a request from the same process, you can get my pictures. And that's very, very bad. That's why nobody does that, right? Because the TCP connection is... is is uh, there's no order per se to it, right? Is you can send a request and the other request can get back. And so because you're kind of using the same TCP connection to get the packets back. So anything, any problem with the ordering, right, can give you into a very bad state. So you don't do this. So what do you do instead? Once you send a request to a single connection, you say, hey, don't touch this connection. This connection is for this request. And then you start using this pooling idea. Hey, spin up 20 connections. And if you want to make a request, reserve a connection from the pool, execute a query, get it back, and then respond back. Right? So that's what we do. We do pooling. Right? That being said, you cannot trust this single connection thing. I might be wrong that some databases actually implement some sort of a safety, right? But you cannot trust it. I'm not sure which databases implement these safety things, right? You just request and they are not out of order, you're dead. Because one request can get delayed, one response can get delayed by a fraction of a millisecond and you can, you have no idea where, which re response is for which request, right? That's why we have streams in HTTP2, right? That's why in HTTP1, we block you from sending another request until the response comes back. Why do we do that? Because we don't know. We don't know which request is for which response, which response is for which request. It's the same problem, right? So we have head of line blocking because of that, because to prevent this problem. And now we invented HTTP2, obviously, beautiful design. We have a stream, so every request, now you can use multiple request on the same TCP connection as long as you elegantly tag each request with a stream ID. And we talked about HTTP2 right here. So now we solve this problem in the web, but the database community 
says wait a second why so why are we still using this pooling garbage thing it's a genuine question i don't know I, i might be wrong i think we should bring streams to database connections to database protocols don't you guys think it makes sense right it just makes perfect sense especially for the web oh my god the performance we're gonna get from this and obviously we cannot implement the http2 right databases uh, database people get really freaked out when, when you say http on databases they don't like that couch killed that idea they they were very brave and they implemented that because you know because of the extra header and i understand that headers that http2 doesn't really apply for databases and they are just an overkill but still that's why most databases elegantly design their own protocols but i think we have a good candidate guys quick quick is a great protocol those guys sat down and say http2 is great the stream is amazing. How about we push this beautiful design at the lower level, at the network level? So that's why Quick was born as a logical connection UDP architecture that has streams in it. So now as application, which HTTP3 will just will be a thin layer that uses Quick, right? It just have all that stuff. So a database could use quick which database will use quick first i'm just waiting desperately for that database that will be brave enough to use quick quick has their own problem though udp the internet doesn't like udp much right and doesn't like tcp either <laughs> but you get that tcp has its own problem with retransmission and controls that the mistake that tcp did was implementing this as a low level to be honest it should have been implemented by the application level right at the application layer or maybe at, at a higher level a little bit higher level and then we can take care of it but it's it was implemented as a lower level so we have we're stuck with it <laughs> right and and now when we try to introduce streams with tcp we run into the problem the famous problem with http2 with tcp which is uh, i have many streams right and one stream is shady and it's uh, i don't know one stinking packet is corrupt in stream one and stream two is waiting because of the stinking packet right despite having no resemblance of commonness at all they are they have nothing in common they share only the same tcp connection but they have to wait because of the stinking packet that is bad in stream one quick solve that and they logically separate how do you like this animation guys i don't i don't do i don't know how to do editing and animation i'm gonna get better at this i promise but but uh, you see the idea right just so every stream is completely independent oh that how's that french uh independent every stream is independent by itself and it's doing its own thing so now if that stream 10 has a bad packet in it we only retransmit right that packet in stream 10 stream 1 stream 2 stream 3 
could just go normally. And think of streams just like as normal requests. Like get request number one, get request number two, get request number three. You can simultaneously, concurrently send all that stuff in. So now, yeah, I, I'm waiting for a database that implements Quick at that level, right? And now the web server can have one TCP connection. That serves millions of users. Oh, this might be... Of course, we're going to run into problems where the, there will be lots of congestion control over a single TCP connection. But that that will save us memory, guys. That will save us uh, round trip. That will save us processing at the server side. I think it's a good idea. What do you think? Or do you think it's just a crap? <laughs> what do you guys think, guys? Uh, if you build web applications... Have you run into this problem before, right? Or do you just uh, do a stateless architecture? Like uh, some people do that. They don't use pooling. They say, hey, every request closes and opening, uh, opens and closes its own TCP connection to the database. That's a little bit of an overkill, but some people do that to be absolutely safe. Still works. But yeah, what do you guys think? Uh, leave it in the comment section below. Then I'll see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome.